about uh, five days ago, Atomic Mass Games made a huge announcement that totally took Star Wars fans by surprise and a lot of the miniature uh, tabletop hobby by surprise by announcing that they are going to be uh, producing a brand new Star Wars skirmish game, uh, Star Wars Shatterpoint, uh, later this uh, about uh, June of next year. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about it. We've got Tony V on the show. We've got Ben. We've got Jason. We're going to talk about Star Wars Shatterpoint, what we think it's going to be, what we've heard it's going to entail, and then kind of what our hopes are for uh, the long-term uh, line in, in itself. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get uh, some of the community involved as well. So stick around. We're going to be talking Star Wars Shatterpoint by Atomic Bat Mass Games. Hey everyone, welcome to Victory Condition Gaming. My name is Doug. Today on the show, we're talking Star Wars Shatterpoint. Uh, we don't know a whole lot of information about this uh, about this game right yet, uh, so we're gonna kind of talk a little bit about what we do know, what we hope the line's going to entail. Uh, we're gonna talk about it from like a hobbyist standpoint. We're also gonna talk about it from a retailer standpoint, and just kind of get everyone's uh, thoughts and and uh, and ideas and and what we hope that this line is gonna entail and, and so forth. Uh, I will remind you that this video, this video is brought to you by Black Moon Games. Check out their products at shop-black-moon.com. That's right, our show sponsor, Black Moon Games, and that, of course, is the one and only Mr. Tony V. Tony Hello. V, what's going on? Thanks for joining us. Doug, you're looking a little, uh, little sweaty. I South yeah, Carolina tonight. Yeah, we uh, we got a little bit of the humidity going on, but we also uh, you know a new setup here in the uh, in the in the house, and uh, still not totally all uh, situated just yet. So we're kind of trying to run with what we've got and what the space that we've got so far. So hopefully everybody enjoys the the show. Uh, there are some big changes coming up uh, later on in the weeks and months uh, to come. So. Hopefully everybody will, will enjoy that. One of one change in, in particular is we, we plan on doing a lot more miniatures games content, and this is going to probably kick off some of that content uh, in full force. Uh, so the Star Wars Shatterpoint game, uh, really excited about this, and I, I think a few of you here on this panel are. Uh, of course, we have Tony V, and then we've also got Ben Higgins from Quarter Staff Games. How are we doing, everybody? So glad to be back. So glad to, to finally be back. We've been away for a few weeks, so uh, it's nice to kind of get back in the swing of things. And of course, our resident geek of the North, the one and only Jason Hunt. It's been so long. It has. It's been quite a while. <laughs> it's been quite a while. I appreciate everybody that's that's uh, that's stuck around and, and hung out. And our community still, still grew while we were uh, kind of on hiatus or while I was shifting gears from one region to the other. Uh, you say uh, the we, country. Doug. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I appreciate everybody that, uh, that that kind of uh, you know played along. Uh, we were on hiatus because you were on hiatus. Yeah, well, it's been, it's you been... wouldn't give Ben the keys. Ben asked. No, I remember. No, no, no. <laughs> he said, "Hey, give me the login, and we'll do a show." It's all good. It's all good. We've got we've got uh, plenty of content coming our way. Uh, but uh, yeah, let's talk a little bit about Star Wars SharePoint before uh, before we like kind of just jump into it let's share with everyone the the trailer that is uh that that, that uh, atomic mass games 
showed the other day. This is five days ago. We're a little bit late on this, but you know we're gonna show it. I, I won't. I won't uh, run the the audio, but we can kind of talk a little bit about it as as it goes on. Of course, you got the Atomic Mass Games logo. Yeah, I'm. Di Look at that, Darth Maul, Ahsoka. Yeah, it's a, what do, it's what a do you guys cool think? Model varieties. Yeah, like that. Ben, right away. What do, what are you thinking right now with the? Oh, you got clone troopers. Well, oh, I mean, on. come on, come on, Dar oh, General Grievous, right there. It's interesting that the models seem to be in the style of Filoni's animated stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, to I totally oh, yeah. think, like, yeah, they are I heard one hundred percent. I heard it was Clone Wars era. I hadn't seen this trailer yet. I didn't do my research, but um, I had heard that it was Clone Wars era. I didn't realize it was Clone Wars. Like, the it's show. like, yeah, it's like this weird, like halfway between trying to be realistic and halfway trying to be the animated series. Yeah. Well, isn't, which, isn't, isn't that kind of cool? Yeah. yeah, I think, isn't that kind of what Marvel Crisis Protocol is, though? Like, it's not quite the cartoon. It's not quite realistic, but... Well, those, are, those are comic book characters. <laughs> it's a realistic cartoon. <laughs> oh, Old Navy. I love Old Navy. We don't, we don't need that. Oh, come, come on, hang man. On, hang on, hang on. Hold Hit on. us up with that sponsorship. We got to... Doug... What's that? You you are a you are a content creator who does not have YouTube red. No, I don't have YouTube red. What? Come on. Get out of here. I got enough of those streaming services. Watch, I don't I don't need YouTube red. <laughs> you, you watch ads when you go on YouTube. Every that's time. right. That's right. That is unbelievable. So, let's let's talk a little bit about the Star Wars Shatterpoint and and I love the name Star Wars Shatterpoint because I don't know if a whole lot of you know, casual Star Wars fans are aware of that whole term Shatterpoint. Ben, I'm sure you probably are because of the fact that you're, you know, you're so in tune with the force of the Star which Wars of, universe. Uh, which of the three types of Shatterpoints are we talking well, about? I'm always, I've always been the one that, that, <laughs> that, that, that kind of associates it with the, uh, when you're a force user and you kind of are attuned to like points in time that are like, kind of like the way Marvel does with its multiverse. Like, that's kind of how I view Shatterpoint is with with the, the the Star Wars, but maybe I'm maybe I'm mistaken. But like s Force users can kind of determine points in time where things can kind of go awry and kind of break off and splinter into different different ways, like di different uh, you know results. And I'm thinking that's what they're going for with this. But maybe I'm wrong, Ben. What 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 do you think? What do you what are you thinking? Well, the the three ways that the term Shatterpoint's been used in the Star Wars universe previously is that one. These these moments in in time in the fabric of the Force that, if you put a little pressure on them metaphorically, can drastically change you know the course of of, of the fates. Then there's also the Shatterpoints within people, which can be utilized by Force users to either heal or hurt. And then there's the shatter points within inanimate objects, which uh, Mace Windu was a practitioner of and could basically break anything with his mind bullets. So, <laughs> welcome to Star Wars, people! It's crazy. <laughs> I I love the fact that they chose this name, though. I think it's it's really cool because I mean, I, I'm hoping I'm hoping that this kind of 
hoping you can mix and match with like some of these factions and just kind of make because can't you do that with the you can do that with the star wars with the marvel yeah. crisis protocol you can kind of put together whatever team you want together yeah right? there's certain builds and lists that gain benefit and different you know uh bonuses if you play a little more thematic within a team affiliation but yeah there's nothing keeping me from playing red skull on the same team as captain america if i if i want yeah. to Sure. It does mention that in the uh, press release that you will be you'll be able to you can play the the iconic factions, you know, like um, Anakin and his clone troopers uh, and that sort of thing. But um, there's they do mention specifically that you can mix and match whatever you want. If you want to throw Darth Maul and Obi-Wan in the same group somehow and bash around, feel free, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And, and I like that. I like the fact that we can kind of, you know, we can kind of create this alternate you know, Star Wars universe if, if we wanted to with, with this skirmish game. Out of curiosity, I counted the minis as the video was playing, and I yes. counted I counted 30 different sculpts. Nice. And, yeah, and they all looked really – I think they all looked really, really great. And as Tony even said, you know, he wasn't aware that it was going to be set in that uh, kind of Clone yeah. Wars universe, but I think that that was a really smart choice. Well, uh, it's easy because they already have all of the uh, CGI – Right. I'm sure that's easy to convert into STL files. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be. <laughs> you would think. You would think. Um, let's let's talk a little bit about. Um, you know, immediately people are going to start comparing this to Marvel Crisis Protocol, and I think that that's that's kind of a given at this point. We do know that it's going to use its own mechanics, its own game system, um, but the scale is going to be the same. It's going to be the same as which I I don't know about Tony and, and Ben and, and and Jason I I don't know about you guys but I really enjoy that scale for Marvel Crisis Protocol I think that they've done a really good job with most of their sculpts some of their sculpts are a little little wonky putting together but I thought the, mo the majority of the sculpts are really really fun to to put together and, and paint um, so I'm I'm excited that we're going to have that scale for a Star Wars game um, are you guys are you guys on board with this as far as the scale is concerned. At that scale, I'm just surprised they don't come pre-painted. I really am. Okay. I can see that. I can see that being a, a premium game piece uh, that you pick up uh, well, at a pre-painted thing. A lot of people have, have kind of looked at the pictures and done, you know, pixel accumulations. And uh, it looks like these actually might be a little bigger. Than, oh, really? Than the um, Crisis? Than the Crisis Protocol stuff. At least the sculpts of the characters themselves. Uh, if we assume that these bases are roughly the same size as the 40 mil bases at Marvel Crisis Protocol, those characters don't take up a ton of that base on a footprint. And sure. these characters seem to really fill the entire base for these sculpts. So uh, it wouldn't surprise me if these are even slightly bigger than the, the Crisis Protocol ones, which, in my opinion, would be fantastic. There's nothing that fills that niche in the Star Wars market currently. Sure. Now, the one thing that, that I know a lot of people are complaining about online, and we're going to talk about this in, uh, and uh, because I, I, there's two sides of this coin, and I, I, I agree, you know, I can see both sides of this, is basically the, the scale of this game and how it's not the same scale as Legion. And, of course, when Legion came out, we had the same issue pop up when, when Imperial Assault players were playing, and they're like, why is it, can't we just use our Imperial Assault minis for Legion? You know, why do we have to keep making a different scale? And I, as, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a hobbyist and as someone that, that, that paints minis and, and loves all that stuff, 
I can see why there's some frustration there, but also that Star Wars IP is expensive. We need to pay our bills. <laughs> I yeah, you're kind of on the right track there, Doug. The reason it's different scale is because of the Star Wars IP. They don't want you to be able to play something in, a, right. in, in another game because yep. they don't want these figures to potentially be mixed in with the other figures yep. and have a uh, a quality differential or, also, or something. Also, uh, and I spent a lot of time, you know, shooting this down back when Legion was announced. Uh, the license for a Star Wars board game, which Imperial Assault is technically a board game. Sure. is different from the license for a Star Wars miniature game. Mm -hmm. They literally would not have been legally allowed to let you use Imperial Assault or just remake them into Legion. They had to make new models because it's a miniature game, not a board game. Now for this, um, it's a heroic skirmish game. So you're not going to want to pay, like, if, you're, if your force is made up of, like, just a handful of guys, you know, uh, I, looking at the pictures, you know, I, I don't know if that's, representative of an average game or if that's going to be if they kind of gussied it up for the picture for the trailer but if it's like four to ten four to eight you know uh yeah you want a bigger model because it's going to look more impressive on the tabletop than having the little 28 millimeter guys mm -hmm. yeah i think i think what they've said is is the ideal model count is going to be like somewhere between four and six i think is what you're going to see most most games play at which is kind of what it's similar to uh mcp um and I, you're gonna hear that. You're gonna hear this a lot because I think I think a lot of people are just gonna naturally go, okay, well, this is Marvel Crisis Protocol for Star Wars. It kind of is, but it kind of isn't. I think you're gonna see some of that DNA from Marvel Crisis Crisis Protocol that they, that they like established as far as like the 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 size, of, you know, the the number, the model count, and like the the SKUs and the product line. I think you're gonna see similar things, like similar releases. So you're gonna see like, you know. Uh, a core box set and then a whole bunch of like team packs or like a, a character pack and and a couple different you know minions or whatever uh, along with it so i think you're going to see something that's similar to like that and probably a, a pretty similar in price point as well uh, but i think that's going to be about it i th i think you're going to see a whole totally different game as from and i don't think I don't you're going to so. be able to i don't think you're going to be able to mix and match this game from what i've heard you will not be able to mix they said that uh in the in the Facebook group that Atomic Mass Games is running, they've said that the mechanics are different enough that they will not work together. Right. You know what? It's going to be built on the same engine. I have a feeling that is the way Will Schick. So. That's the way Will Schick works. There's a lot of War Machine and Hordes in Marvel Crisis Protocol. They brought a lot over. Like so, the the these game designers, they they build on each of their previous the design so will this yeah. be compatible not without a lot of work is, sure, sure. is the is the basis going to be there i really think it is okay oh yeah i think it's just they iterate that's like like ben said they iterate on things so what like they probably saw right after launch when people started playing and giving them feedback they're like oh hey these three things didn't work very well we don't like these mechanics so they probably sat down with, with the core rules and said okay let's chuck these and make something else so there's probably a lot of the same basic gameplay elements with tweaks that have been improved for speed, clarity, uh, ease of use, stuff like that. Yeah. It, uh, on so one hand, yeah. Go ahead, Tony. What's the problem with making a new game? I don't. I don't. Oh, I don't think there is. That's no. such a sticking point. And and I know I know we're like amping it up for the you know for the show and all that, but it is a common thing you see. <laughs> 
on the internet, when a company comes out with a new game, people are like, oh, what is this? Just a cash grab? It's like, yeah, businesses need to make money. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know what to tell you guys. Like, these companies come out with new games so that they can have fresh IP, you know, fresh product out there for you to buy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate to be like the, the arbiter of capitalism here, you know, defending capitalism. <laughs> but they, 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 yeah, that is how it works. So, like, I'm just going to shoot that one down right away because I, I hate that argument. It's we see it all the time, you know, with with every game company, you know, coming out. with So this is just a cash grab. They're just trying to make more money. Yeah. 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 That's how it works. I'm sorry. This is the business. But like this is clearly different enough from Legion. This scratches mm-hmm. a different itch. This is oh, not yeah. like 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 the people who play both Marvel Crisis Protocol and Warhammer 40K are getting a completely different you know, experience from, from playing either game, yeah. you know, yeah. Legion is the battle game, the, the, the big force versus the big force yeah. recreating battles. Yeah. And this is going to be a skirmish game. It's, it's designed to be different. Um, this is going to be episodes of clone wars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? And it will probably have, it'll probably, there will probably be some crossover between the, the two, uh, play groups because people like star Wars and minis are probably going to want to play the new star Wars minis game. But it also has potential to pick up uh, players who didn't want to dive in on Legion because they're mm-hmm. not they're not yeah. miniature players. You know, there's a lot yeah. of people who think Warhammer 40k looks awesome, but like they don't want to go spend all the money and, and all nobody the wants to spend five thousand dollars to get started. Yeah, well, it's I would... not that much. It's like it's like fourteen hundred. It's not bad. Um, <laughs> it's not bad. Fourteen hundred is Depends not on bad, what army folks. You play. I get people come in all the time and ask me how how expensive it is to start Warhammer 40k. And I'm like, well, which army are you looking at? Because if if you if you want to play guard, Astra Militarum, uh, you're gonna triple the number of you know custodies, which is like ten models. So, mm-hmm. but this is good for people who uh, yeah. there's a lot of people out there who want to play miniature games and they don't have the the budget for a big battle game. Yeah, this so is a good like, entry point. Yeah, grabbing and, and, a dozen models or you know and just throwing down is is a good time. And, and I'll tell you what, like if it's anything like the the My Marvel Crisis Protocol starter, that starter is probably one of the best starters that I've ever seen for a starter set. Like yeah, there, there's terrain, there's, there's yeah enough minis in there. It was fully playable right yeah, out of the box. I mean, you didn't need to buy anything else. That was an amazing product, and it still is an amazing product. And and if it's anything like that, I'm gonna be like, yes, well, give, you know it up. will be. They're they're not gonna, so. they're not gonna risk that. <laughs> They know that that was the big success of Crisis Protocol right out of the gate was mm-hmm. you buy this one box and look, you can literally play the game and not feel like, oh, I need to buy like six other things to really play the game. Yeah, I, I really hope that the, the that they kind of package it in along that, those same lines, because if they do, that'll just be a huge hit right out of the gate. Um it's a Star Wars point. IP. It'll be a huge hit regardless. I mean, it will be game. huge. It'll yeah, be let's, let's, yeah, let's. It'll, it'll yeah. be what happens, you know, a year from now is what'll determine. I mean, I am looking forward to, and I'm sure Ben is too, uh, hearing from all the the older Star Wars fans about how it charged the Clone Wars. I don't, I don't like. I want original trilogy stuff. <laughs> why should everything gotta be Clone Wars? It's like. Just relax. It could so, be worse. It could be sequel trilogy. So that that leads me to my next my, my next point. My next question: Since this does take place during the Clone Wars era and that whole you know time period, has Atomic Mass Games kind of painted themselves into a very a small enough like did they have the, have they given themselves enough material to? 
pretty much yeah. create a, a large enough satisfactory skirmish game. I mean, I, I know that I've, I've watched Clone Wars. I don't think where, I haven't watched it all. Where, where have they said that this is only Clone Wars? They haven't technically. Hey, what's, yeah. what's, the, what's the Shatterpoint thing about about multiverses and, and all that, Doug? Yeah, I yeah. totally, I totally understand. <laughs> the, the, la the launch is designed say, around Clone Wars. That's even, all they're really if, saying. Even if it was just that chunk of Star Wars time, Doug, have you ever lot, been on man. Wikipedia? There's a lot of pages. <laughs> There's a lot of pages on Wikipedia. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. They they have a, a near unlimited amount of of expansions, and considering this is a game where an expansion is one model. Like mm. with MCP, it's like what? What has it been? Maybe two or three releases a, a month. If, if yeah, yeah. I mean they're they're up to almost a uh, hundred SKUs in in Marvel Crisis Protocol, and they're you know no signs of slowing down for that. Obviously, Plenty of Marvel characters. Out yeah. There, yeah. So and, and so, tons of Star Wars characters. So. So here's here's another question that I have, and that I know it's kind of brought up a little bit. Um, since Marvel Crisis Protocol has been out for a while, and so an Atomic Mass just announced this that it's coming, you know, it's probably coming in like the next seven months at this point. It's not all that far away. Um, is this kind of, I guess my, my question is, has Marvel Crisis Protocol kind of run its peak out? Has has it is it at the point where the product line is so large that it's hard to get new players into it, and so they feel like okay, this is pretty much set. If we add any more units to this game, we're just kind of kind of sell to existing player base. We need to do something new and create maybe a Star Wars skirmish game that's kind of the same, not not the same, but different. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that we get a, a whole other market share. And so they're just kind of switching gears. Do you think that this is kind of signaling the end of, okay, well, we know we've already got the market for Marvel Crisis Protocol. Now let's kind of just kind of switch it out and we're going to see less releases from Marvel Crisis Protocol and, and, and see it kind of all kind of shift towards uh, this star wars shatterpoint instead what what are the indications that they're sunsetting marvel crisis protocol well i'm i'm just i'm as as someone that, that, that deals with retail lines and everything like it's hard for a new player to jump in and want to buy everything with my i mean there's a lot of products there, so there right but that's not how marvel and i don't want to talk too much on marvel crisis protocol because we're talking about Shatterpoint, but like yeah, yeah. you don't need to buy everything. No, I know that, that. That is the point of Marvel Crisis Protocols. You buy the models you like, and use them. Right, but the jumping on point is pretty is a uh, hundred dollars for the core set, which is right. the best core set in oh, the market. As someone agree. just said. But if, but if somebody wants to get like something that's not associated with the with the core set, like the characters that aren't like you're buying that to get set up and then i don't i don't know i'm, I'm just i'm just thinking like is is if, this is, if they is wanted this... to if they wanted to switch gears let's say just for sake of saying on marvel crisis protocol while they're launching star wars shatterpoint what they could do they have enough SKUs now they could do other core boxes and sell like just every three months come out with a new core box with a different variety of available heroes because you're you're right there's lots of people who looked at the original core box i'm like yeah i don't really like any of these heroes but i do like the game 
So they keep an eye on it. If they came out with a different version of the core box with, say, a different set of terrain instead of the Daily Bugle and all that sort of thing um, for just strictly mutants, you know, just do a mutant core box. And then three months after that, do, um, I don't know, like like a vigilante hero core box with like Daredevil and Punisher and all that sort of thing. Uh, they could do that while they're pushing Shatterpoint and still easily maintain their player base. Oh, I, I believe, yeah, I, I believe that that's totally true. And, and I, I'm actually surprised that they haven't put out a second uh, core box because we've seen a second core box for Legion. And I'm, I'm just kind of curious as to why they, I'm, I'm kind of wondering why they haven't done that yet for, for Marvel Crisis Protocol. <laughs> I mean, do you want to get into a Marvel Crisis Protocol? Street because no. I could I could talk let's, about let's, it. Let's let's talk. We can talk about that like, in the whole. They are, they're days, different someone, game systems. Yeah, they're yeah, totally yeah. different game yeah. systems. That's why you <laughs> don't need another core set for sure. Crisis Protocol. Um, let's let's also talk about. You, I. Is this going to be too much for the market? Like, will the market support a whole other line, or or will it just will it cannibalize the Star Wars Legion line? Do you think that that there will be players that play both? Do you think that there will be players that yeah. just play one or the other? Do you yeah. think that? Okay. Yes. to both. Your questions. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it fills a different niche. Okay. Yeah. Than Legion, it's it's a it's a different niche. Like it's not going to tank Legion. It's, this is a game for this is a game for people who like Star Wars who don't want to like like Tony said who don't want to spend a large chunk of money who just want to spend a few bucks have a cool game that they can play right out of the box which is like the hallmark of Atomic Mass's games for like, Crisis Protocol. Sure, like that's that's the niche this is going for, and it's going to hit it hard because there's all there's, it's a proven market now. Skirmish games are popular. People like skirmish games. It's a given. Yeah, like, it's just a it's, thing. It's totally true. Mm-hmm. do you see them tying these lines together at all do you see them like do you see them like yes. setting up like okay we've had this legion scenario then it ties into a a, a star wars Shatterpoint scenario i don't think they would you don't think that they would that. they would try I mean, to do that fans certainly could swing in armada I, yeah, yeah I, I mean, as a fan, you certainly could. You could say, hey, you know, the fleet's fighting over this world and down on the planet, you know, just like an episode of Clone Wars. Sure. <laughs> yep. But that, I think, would strictly be a fan thing because the crossover between the two IPs, like Tony said, because they'd have to, the one side would have to discuss it with their guys and then they'd have to discuss it with these guys on this side. And then the lawyers would have to get together and hammer out some sort of crossover contract thing where everybody could, you could use this 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 name or this location that's unique to this in, in this version, you know. That would just be a headache. Sure. Tony and, and Ben, this question is, is for you guys um, as retailers. What do you hope that this line does for your communities and for your establishments that, uh, that and for your businesses? Like, are there certain things that you're hoping that it brings like to the table? Do you, I, I guess, you know, I know Legion has kind of an op- an, an op uh an organized play uh, uh, arrangement um you know it, it seems to be fairly in stock most of the time but i, I don't know I'm, I'm not in tune that much with the the retail side of that line uh what, what have you guys can you can you guys talk a little bit about what you're hoping to see this Shatterpoint uh bring to the table for your stores my main hope is that it sells 
Yeah. <laughs> as, a, as a retailer, as that's a retailer, really what that's you want to, uh, <laughs> to sell stuff. Yeah, no, I hope it's I hope it's popular. I hope people buy it. I hope people play it. Um, miniature games are always a bit of a gamble. Yeah. Uh, because they they tend to require uh, a certain level of commitment and a certain number of players to be successful at a store. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen a lot of games come and go. Sure. You know, at my store and. Um, it's it's always tricky to to kind of take a chance on um, a game, but that's also because my you know after the after the move soon, I'm gonna have a lot more room right uh, to give these new miniature games a chance, and I'm looking forward to being able to do that because right now the the reason I've been so choosy about what miniatures we carry is because our sales floor just doesn't have room for more. Mm-hmm. I don't even have Crisis Protocol. We we carried it at first when it first came out, and it sold well. Uh, we never had like an in-store playgroup take off because like when did MCP come out, Ben? It was like right before COVID, right? It it yeah, it was bit. not that. It, it had was, about a year before COVID. Maybe yeah. a year, yeah. We never really had like an in-store play take off, and then COVID happened, and then you know everything got it, pushed. It yeah. kind of fell by the wayside as far as like space on the floor, but it's definitely like when when after we move, like Crisis Protocol is at the top of my list of like lines to bring in. And this definitely as well. Um, so yeah, I, I, you know, the funny and short answer and truthful answer is I hope it sells, but also uh, it'd be cool to see like another game option kind of take off. And there's only so many days in the calendar uh, for, for organized <laughs> play. True. So sure. like, you know, one thing that I think a lot of people from the customer standpoint don't understand is uh, when I look at new games coming out with like really, really awesome organized play programs, it's always like, oh, where am I going to put this on the schedule? Like, yeah, you need to, if we, you need if to find a day when people game. can show up. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but no, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's gonna be cool. Yeah. I think so. Do you, do you think that your community will, uh, will take to it? Is it, do you have a whole lot of Legion players at, at, at your store, Tony? We have, we have a decent, crop of them it's not huge but um it's it's pretty steady uh like most of our legion players are younger uh like i would say the bulk of them are, are like high school kids um really? there are some as far as in-store play you know and and their their organized play is is pretty light they just do these like special event kits a couple times a year uh, and we run those, and they, those, those usually do well. But a lot of our older Legion players are also guys with, like, families and stuff, so, like, they don't have that kind of time to come down. Yeah. But I'm hoping, again, with the new store, like, one of my goals is to help, you know, foster some of the, the games we carry that don't have as much table time right now. Sure. Ben, 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 ben should answer, too. too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ben, uh, what, what are you hoping for as far as, uh, as, far as Shattered Point is concerned? So I hope it sells. Yeah, and, of course. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it's honestly, I'm not hoping for much. If I want to be completely honest here, it's a Star Wars IP. It's a miniature IP. It's going to do well initially. People are going to buy it. Um, and as Tony said, with with anything, you need to if you're going to foster a community, you have to have a space for them to play. And sometimes getting gamers together, as you all know, is like herding cats. And uh, if that can find a foothold on a particular day or, or area, um, then the community can grow. But uh, I, I think it's going to be overall, it's a good product for the 
the, the gaming industry. Uh, the scale of the minis, I think, is going to be a big draw on it that will actually even grab non-gamers to pick up. Um, you know, it's a, it's a little tiny figure that they can put out. And yeah. then, oh, there's a, there's a game with it, too. Yeah. Um, so I, You don't need 500 of them. Yeah, yeah I, I have a couple customers. Um, because we don't have Crisis Protocol on the shelf, uh, they will still like let me know when a new release is coming out that they want, and they buy it, and they just like to paint them. Oh, nice. And, yeah. and I want to loop back around, if it's okay. Yeah, uh, go for something, it. Something Jason mentioned earlier, which is like, why aren't these pre-painted? Um, but I, I think that, that I like that Crisis Protocol and Shatterpoint are are that heroic scale, uh, but they're, they're hobby miniatures. Because... For the mainstream of like miniature games, there isn't, uh, there's not really a lot of, of stuff in that scale that you can take home and paint yourself. Right. Um, there's definitely appeal in pre-painted stuff for like people who are less hobby inclined. Um, but I think I think that's one niche that Crisis Protocol has slotted into, and I think this will also fill that, uh, which is those those larger models like for people who are maybe. Uh, what I want to say, like, like nervous about painting or aren't really like confident in painting can, can paint up a Hulk, you know, and, yeah. and not, not have a hard time with it because it's, it's a bigger model, simpler paint scheme, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. And if, you know, we keep talking and we keep mentioning Marvel crisis protocol, but I think, you know, I think that's going to be what this, this game is going to be judged upon. And Marvel crisis protocol has been a huge hit for them. And it really kind of, you know, uh, solidified Atomic Mass Games as a legitimate like studio that does a really solid game design. Um, I think that Marvel Crisis Protocol has has been fairly balanced. Uh, I think that they've had to do some limited, you know, some tweaking here and there to uh, some of the the rules and the powers. But I think that for overall, it came out of the gate just hot and and really, really well done. Um, and and they've also taken over the development for, you know, X-Wing and, and Armada because of it. Um, and all, I think, and I can't think of, is there anything else that, they, that they're taking out of, uh, taking over besides, uh, oh, Legion, I guess, is the other thing. Yeah, that they've they got Legion, X-Wing, Armada. Yeah, fa Fantasy yeah. Flight just shoved all the, the Star yeah. Wars onto Atomic Mass. And I think, I think as stewards of the IP, in the yeah. miniature realm, they've done a, they've done a great job of, of taking over. There was a, some rocky transition points there, um, but they've 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 done a good job so far from yeah. talking to the guys who play you know Legion and the others. I I'm excited for this line. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be a huge hit. Um, I'm I'm excited to see what the rule book kind of looks like. I always love to see what uh, you know tweaks that they because like like Ben said and what we've all kind of agreed. I think the bones of Marvel Crisis Protocol are going to be there, but I think they're going to make it. You know, oh, they're going to make Star a Star Wars. Wars game out of it. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. So I, I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, it would be nice to see some sort of organized play right out of the gate for uh, for this at launch. Um, we'll see. I, I don't know if that's gonna if that's gonna pop if that's gonna happen or not. I but. I I, <laughs> I I I think we need to stop demanding organized play for games like this. Thank you. Okay. Uh, it it it's it's maybe it's maybe let the community put, decide. Thank you. It puts <laughs> unneeded stress on the company to provide something, okay. and 
and yeah, let's just get around a table and throw some dice. You know, yeah. what, you know what, like, yeah, I, I'm glad Ben said it because I was going to say it. If not, sure, sure. The number one lesson as a retailer I learned during COVID is that people just like playing games at home, and and they'll still yeah. buy games from you and play them at home. Uh, like, obviously, we run organized play, and I, I I like having organized play. I like walking through the game space, seeing people play. But not every game needs to be a tournament game. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, we don't need it. Like, so, especially miniatures. Like, miniature games can be hard to balance for competitive play. We see it time and time again. Even the number one in the world, Warhammer 40K, uh, <laughs> the balance <laughs> issues are rampant and constant, and they're constantly having to issue errata. So, like, if they just put this out, it's just like a fun game you could throw down with your friends. Like, we'll, yeah. we'll probably still try play days and demo days to get people into the game. But uh, day one tournaments and stuff, no, we don't need that. We don't need All that. Right. Uh, All right. More games need to embrace casual players. Just just beer and pretzel kind of yeah. uh, miniatures. Play. Miniatures has always been yeah. like a beer and pretzels oh, arena. Yeah. I agree. You know, They'd I, be I, better I, off I mean, supporting it with scenarios right out of the gate. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yes. Which I think that's what the, the kits are for protocol, mm-hmm. right, Ben? They're, they're mostly just like scenario I, fun they did i think they did one tournament kit and everything else has been a scenario and the scenarios are usually uh uh two or three players playing against someone who's facilitating the game and running it um almost like a a role play kind of setting yeah now now correct me if i'm wrong but didn't marvel crisis protocol have like a solo option where you could play against like a fake ai kind of uh or am i thinking wasn't there a thanos i think a fan fan made that oh did a fan make that i think uh they put out uh i think this was right at the beginning and atomic mass did put them out they were kind of raw as experiences um and i think they've kind of been refined by fans and stuff but um but yeah there were there were definitely like these these raid modes that you could play either play cooperatively with someone else or you could kind of run through it as a solo experience yeah i think that that would be a big big hit especially you know so for some reason solo like uh, miniatures games just kind of seem to be all the rage at the, at the moment. So it'd be neat to see if they have some sort of option. Not maybe not at launch, but later on down the road where you have to do something. I, I don't know. I, it'd be neat to see. But I, I like I said, I'm excited for this line. I think it was it was. Uh, I think it'll do well. Yeah, I think it'll do well. It should yeah. it should make Atomic Max a lot of game a lot of money. Even, uh, even if people just take like an episode of Clone Wars and say, hey, okay, I have these figures. I have these figures. Let's play this episode. See how it yeah. goes. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Uh, all right. Well, let us know in the comments if you're excited about uh, Star Wars Shatterpoint. Um, let us know what uh, what characters you, you, you're hoping to get to your table and, and uh, what ones you want to pick up. Uh, I, I, I'm hoping that they have some sort of really sweet starter kit based on the image that was part of this thumbnail. It makes me think that hopefully Maul and Ahsoka are, are like the, the starter. Like I, I, so. I don't know. I, I don't think so. I would wager that every character you see on that box will be included in the starter kit. All 30 minis? No, because not all 30 minis are on the box art. Oh, on the box oh, art. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In the trailer, in the trailer will be the the core box in the first wave. Yeah. yeah. You saw you saw those yeah. minis, but every That's... every character that is prominently shown on that box art will be in that box. Oh, I'm so excited. 
That would be yeah. That would be smart, I guess. Yeah, since they're advertising it like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 pumped. I can't wait to see this uh, in person. And and, uh, and, and how easy and... is it going to be to paint stormtroopers, guys? Uh, how easy is it right now, Ben, with the uh, <laughs> Legion? I mean, it depends on how much technique and how much detail you want to get. But that's true. That's I, true. I can do a stormtrooper in 20 minutes if it wants to be tabletop quality. <laughs> uh if you are interested in this, they did say in the press release that Adepticon is going to be your first chance to really get your Ooh. hands on it in 2023. So very cool. Um, when does when does it when is Adepticon this year or next year? I should say. I, usually, it's in the in the spring, if I remember correctly. Hang on, I don't let me know. Use, uh, Google the on Google computer. I'm the Google. At. If only there was this uh, uh, thing that we that. could access that gives us information at the tip of our fingers. Looks like it will be in March. Oh wow, that's not all that far away. Um, yeah, I, I'm excited to see it. I can't wait. Uh, I don't know if I'll get to Adepticon, but uh, hopefully uh, we can get some reports from Adepticon and, and hear what it's all about. And hopefully they still kind of do some more, you know, teasing as far as the rules and and what uh, what's going to be included in the first couple of weeks. No, they they won't do any marketing at all for a major no, IP like Star no, Wars. Never. Not for never. Star Wars. None, what no. could you possibly say? No. <laughs> All right. I think that's probably going to do it for this session. I want to thank everyone that, that joined us live. Thank you so much for joining us in the chat. Please hit that like button down below uh, if you enjoyed the session. If you're excited for Star Wars Shatterpoint, uh, we'll try to bring up uh, this uh, this topic again later on down the road once uh, maybe the first wave or two. Or, what's the, yeah, what's the, once the core wave. box lands? That'd be yeah, cool. once maybe, maybe we'll do some unboxing and we'll talk about our give our thoughts as far as the first wave and, and, uh, and what we're excited to see. Uh, from Star Wars Shatterpoint, and you know, we'll uh, hopefully help you. Hopefully, we'll be part of your Star Wars Shatterpoint community and and uh, get you all hyped up for this game because I I'm really really pumped for this because I think it's gonna be gonna be a huge hit. You could do your paint nights and you could watch Tony paint the entire box while you hold a model in your hand. Well, see, here's the thing. <laughs> I haven't painted anything for like a year now. It's, it's been crazy. It's been crazy. <laughs> Doug's painted more into 2022 than I have. Yeah, well, oh, I'm pretty sure. I've, well, I've spent a good chunk. I mean, we took a lot of breaks, but we did. Uh, <laughs> I, I've also spent like the past five shows uh, putting together a Gorkonaut, you know, slowly while yelling at Doug. Well, then you had to go take all those pictures of you trying that key in different locks everywhere. So, yeah, Tony, <laughs> let's let's. Tony, you've got a big uh, 2023 coming up with a new store location. Why don't you uh, tell folks a little bit about where the, where that new store is going to be located, and and uh, tell a little tell folks that maybe are tuning in for the first time uh, a little bit about uh, Black Moon Games. Uh, Black Moon Games is a game store that I own. Um, <laughs> we're currently in Lebanon, New Hampshire, uh, downtown. We're going to be moving to West Lebanon, New Hampshire, which is one town over, uh, two exits up on 89. Uh, it's the main shopping center uh for the upper valley for like 50 miles so it's, it's very busy awesome. strip yeah, i'm going to be sharing the strip with uh you know illustrious businesses like walmart and target and jc wow. oh no sorry jc penny's out spirit halloween is in jc penny right now I think. nice nice um so you but no it's going to be great we're getting uh, a really big spot it's a big space it's more than twice our current space uh nice Right in the elbow of a uh, L-shaped yeah. plaza next to Panera Bread, um, got a lot of a lot of plans. The contractors are are sounds like they're going to be 
able to start next week. Um, awesome. So we're hoping. I'm not setting a date just yet. Um, if I have my druthers, you know, February, but we'll 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 see. We'll see how it goes. Very cool. Very cool. All right, so that's yeah, that's Black Moon Games. Uh, as you saw at the top of the show, if you're interested in uh, picking up any uh, products and you're in the like the north northeast area, you go to shop-black-moon.com and uh, pick up your your gaming needs. Uh, ben, if folks want to uh, follow you on Twitch, where should they go? Well, I mean, probably Twitch. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's uh, Hagen802 on Twitch.tv. Uh, also Higgins802 on Twitter uh, for as long as that will last. And uh, if you want to follow me, it's uh, Higgins.802 on Instagram. Nice. And Jason, just Hexeter, wherever. wherever Pretty much. You, um, I think yeah. Instagram, I'm Hexeter1, actually, because some other doorknob took Hexeter. <sighs> Honestly, actually, I think it was me. I really do. <laughs> a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, I think I registered and that, and I cannot it. remember the That's account or the right. password at all. <laughs> so, 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 so your doorknob comment was probably directed towards close. himself. Probably yeah. More of more of a yeah. self burn, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. Remember, winning shouldn't be the only victory condition when you get to the table. We'll see you next time. Got lots of comment, content headed your way. Stick around and follow and subscribe and all that jazz click the doobly-doos that's right Bye. thanks so much thanks so much for watching this video uh if you would be so kind to make sure you hit that like comment and subscribe all the youtube jazz that we're supposed to do here uh, it really is greatly appreciated and if you'd like to support us more uh you can uh, check us out on patreon just go to patreon.com backslash victory condition gaming